And of course, talking about Black Friday scams this morning, experts are predicting a higher number of people just shopping online this Black Friday, of course. And online hackers are just finding new and innovative ways and more subtle ways of swindling unsuspecting consumers, being you and I, who are just desperate for these discounts that are going to be happening and have been happening throughout the week. And blindly just clicking away at offers appearing on the screens. Be wary of that. So what are the scams to look out for during this week's Black Friday? And why is it so important to report scams we find online just to help the, the next person, right? So we're joined by Mr. Nicole. My car cyber security expert for more on this. Good morning. Morning, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Please do tell us more about how, you know, scammers will be using our social media data or data to create the perfect deal. How do they do this? Yeah, so, I mean, as we ramp up into Black Friday, which is kind of the official gate opening or the, the kind of scissor cut into the festive season, mm. You know, criminals are now at an all-time high looking for, you know, more innovative ways to find information about us, to craft cyber attacks against us. Mm. So there's an array of ways in which they do this. One of the primaries is to look on social media and online um, where we share, you know, pretty much freely information about our personal lives. So, you know, a lot of people don't fully put their their social media profiles on, you know, acceptable privacy levels. Mm. So this information is just floating around freely. So for me, you know, if if someone had to search for for me and and my privacy was open, they'd they'd see I'm an an avid cyclist, for example. You know, they'd then craft an email that says, you know, 75% off of my favorite Mm. brand. Mm -hmm. They'd use those psychological cues to then send me an email and then hope and pray that I click on it and then do something um, potentially fraudulent, which scams me out of money. 100%. And I love the fact that you're mentioning that whatever that you see, people have cloned or whatever the case may be, but how do then uh, do we recognize the, um, let's say, counterfeit products that are on sale as well? Um, do products need to have trademarks so we are wary? What are those signs that we need to look out for uh, that people shouldn't be counterfeited or scammed off? Yeah, thankfully, there are a couple of cues to look out for. You know, typically, it's very hard to copy a big retailer's website um, completely, you know, you know, like for like. So, you know, typically, what, what, I, what I tell consumers to look out for is... The, mm. um, the second thing is, you know, these, <clears throat> these things will, excuse me, these things will generally come to you at an email level and then put you onto a, a, a website, for example. So, it's, it's always like this double action. Something's not going to happen in your email. It's going to happen on the website. And... It's very simple to, de- you know, to determine whether something's uh, fraudulent. You know, last, last week I got a, a pretty sophisticated one leading from our, our, one of our biggest retailers telling me that I you know, won an iPhone mm. and all that I needed to do was pay this you know, nominal 100 rand <laughs> shipping fee. You know, and, and I know this retailer doesn't sell iPhones. Yeah. And the, you know, the first thing you do is, is double check that you know, if, if something was so unbelievably good to be true, mm. you, would have, you would have heard that all over radio, all mm. over TV. So there, there is a pause that you've got to train yourself for. You know, we are wanting these, these, these incredible deals over Black Friday, but yeah. you know, it goes back to the same thing. If it's too good to be true, well, it, it probably is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the other big thing, Duan, is uh, making payments because perhaps you've identified the product. So how do you ensure that you're actually paying the right people, number mm-hmm. one, and that the payment is secure and that you're not unintentionally giving away your personal banking data to a criminal? 
you see, it's, it's such a good question because I myself find my, my, my actions online becoming so paranoid, even when I expect the right invoice to come from a medical practitioner or a colleague, or it doesn't even matter what anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really about this, 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 this trained pause that we've got to, we've got to look at, at giving ourselves of like, hang on a minute, is, mm. am I dead certain that this is the right thing? Mm. You know, I heard, a, a couple of months ago, I, was, I heard about an example where someone was expecting a medical bill. Um, the bill came through and they phoned the number on the bill and said, you know, hi, I'd just like to confirm these banking details. But obviously, you know, the hacker, you know, masks that cell phone number to his own. He's going to say, absolutely, that's the correct bank details. Hmm. So what I, what I generally do is I, I look for the, the business online. I phone that number that's associated mm. with and uh-huh. then double-check the banking details. Yeah, yeah. Because... You, you don't want to be the guy doing a transfer on a property and paying you know a million rand into a trust. Absolutely, which we've seen before. Yeah, and and what's clear, Duan, is that as much as it's a little bit more admin, a little bit more sort of a tedious exercise, but I mean it's so important to really heighten your senses and be a lot safer. So rather that than be left a victim at the end of the day. Absolutely, and I mean I always liken this to you know the COVID the COVID period. You know that that weird first couple of months where no one wanted to wear masks, no one wanted to sanitize their hands, but it was done for our safety. And as much yeah. as much as we didn't enjoy that experience, we still ended up doing it and it became second nature. I mean, I'm sure you guys do as well. Mm. Sometimes before I walk into a shop, I still put my mask on. I still mm. sanitize, right? Mm. Because it's now become muscle memory. Absolutely. So, you know, while it might be a minute here and a minute there of your day to, you know, to stay safe, Ultimately, it could stop you from losing money. And in our fragile economy, we've got to do everything we can mm. to protect ourselves. Duane, thank you so much uh, for chatting to us. Uh, that's uh, Duane Nickel, the, from Mimecast uh, cybersecurity expert on uh, all the matters regarding uh, Black Friday scams. Be on the lookout. What do they say? Zulu Capella. <laughs> <laughs>